Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, I'll corner my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the free sky's the limit. Motherfucker. 
I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh-huh. stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then Woo. began to encounter with my counterparts on how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live to praise God the limit.
<laughs> oh my god, bro. Just fucking crashes. Alright. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. Man. What's up, guys? What is going on, guys? What is going on? So you got a couple of you guys here, of course. Always you guys. We love you guys, man. Let's hop right into the intro before we get this thing on the road, man. So what is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. This is episode 139 of the news, man. Um, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works. Every Monday we are on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday we are on here with the news. Um, if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, that is, was that the right way to end William Regal's AEW run? We'll definitely get into that a little bit more on Monday. I think they did the best with what they were given to kind of write him off. And they made it, they, they made it pretty sad, man. So we'll talk about that on Monday. Definitely, but man. absolutely, absolutely. It was, it, it was well done. It was it was well done, but it could have been done better, obviously. But um, it, yeah. for what for what happened, and we were I wasn't left wanting a lot more. Definitely, I like how yeah. after that they all kind of banded together, kind of and cut the Mox cut that promo. So it, it was it was well done. It could have been done better, but it was it was done well to the point where it it, it ties up loose ends because. Regal ain't coming back. Let's just be honest. Um, unless no, exactly. uh, unless Vince McMahon gains control again and refires him, he ain't coming back. So that's just that. Um, and that's fine. You know, we'll get into him first. We told you guys we were gonna get into his news on Monday, so we'll start you guys off with that, and then we'll end you guys with this Sasha Banks story, man. I know you guys are excited about that from the looks of uh, what I'm seeing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely get into that, man. We're very excited. But, yeah, so if you guys did miss that, was this the right way to end William Regal's AEW run regarding not this past Wednesday's promo, but like I said, the segment that he did with Max where they wrote him off, put him in the ambulance. You guys can now watch that. That is episode 120 of Unscripted. You guys can now watch that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw with unscripted man so with that if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official beautiful notorious hills podcast merchandise you guys can now find this live on the merch shop that is bonfire.com link is at the top of the description of this video it is also in either mine or sir K's social media pages man so with that man you can get all eight of these beautiful designs in more than just t-shirts long sleeve tank top youth pullover hoodies whatever you want man it is live on the bonfire merch shop for you guys man we got like like i said all eight designs the flag design the skyline design the base logo design the best kept secrets to the iwc uh, the riddler inspired iwc's best kept secret shirt the scratch or glitch logo whatever you want to call it the only community that matters this one. This community, bro. <laughs> the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie inspired shirt, and the Christmas shirt, man. If you guys want to get into the holiday spirit, rep some of the Notorious Hills podcast Christmas merch, man. You guys can go ahead and do that. Again, um, link is in the top of the description of this video and is either in mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. Not hard to find whatsoever. And yeah, man, if you guys have not picked up all eight of these beautiful designs, again, 
live on the merch shop right now, man. So, with that, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good, man. Just been a... Just been chilling, man. Just been chilling. Ain't been doing much, bro. Just been, just been chilling, bro. Waiting for the holidays, man. Hey, just waiting for the holidays. But um, yeah, man. Um, can't wait for tonight. Tonight's gonna be fun as hell. And I ain't talking about SmackDown. No rampage, no. even though I'm gonna have to peek at Rampage. Yeah, definitely. The peek at the rerun to Rampage because that looks interesting, man. That does. I I I seen the spoiler. I'm not gonna say it, but. That's a goat right there. People were shitting on that too. We'll Apparently talk about. Don't like them. Mm, fuck them. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that. Definitely, we definitely got news on that. But um, man, shit. Uh, um, yeah. Like. Oh, go ahead. No, I realized you weren't finished. I, I thought you were done. My bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Like Toronto always says, man. <laughs> How's life? How's family, man? Life's good, man. Family's good. What about you, Durante, Logan, Bell? How are you guys doing? What about you, bro? How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excited for tonight. We get to see our boys. So, shouts out to Khalil if you're watching this, man. We're happy that you're back. And we're excited to see you, bro. I don't know if he's watching. um, And I don't care that you don't want me to mention your name, Khalil. So... There you have it. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, we get to finally see our our brother, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting, man. So haven't seen him in a minute. Um, me and Sir are excited about that. So she better be a movie, and oh, yeah. that's it. So, um, yeah, man. Um, but other than that, bro, nothing much going on, bro. Just here to talk about some news, man. So obviously, this is the highlight of every Friday. So yeah, man. Um. Uh, but, but yeah, otherwise, man, otherwise I'm good. Otherwise I'm good, man. We got, uh, some exciting stuff coming up here at the Notorious Hills podcast. So that shit's, uh, to be excited about. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to keep furthering the growth of the podcast for you guys, man. And, um, and yeah, man. So yeah, that was, uh, that's, that's that, man. So that's, that's pretty much what's on my plate right now. That's what's on my radar also, I feel like it is um, it is uh, only right to pay our respects to uh, one of my favorite rappers that actually passed away yesterday. Uh, it feels only right to say this man, but yes, so yes, uh, if, if you guys if you guys listen to any kind of rap or anything like that, everybody knows who Juice World is, man, and he passed away three years ago to today. So I just want to pay my respects, man. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Three years ago, bro. Crazy what that man's music has done. I'll be back. No, I hear you. Okay. Goddamn. Goddamn, bro. In the middle of my in the middle of my speech, but yes, man. So, um, yeah. So rest in peace to him, man. Again, it's crazy what that man's music did for me. Uh, even to this day, um. So yeah, man. I felt like that was only right to mention, man. But other than that, other than that, man. Um, yeah, man. So 
Just to read some chat, Durante says, oh, as Durante always asks, how the hell could I forget? As Durante always asks, I'm good, man. Family's good. And what about you, Durante? It's great to see you, bro. And what about everybody else in chat? Logan's here. Bell's here. So how the hell are you guys? Um, and yes, thank you guys for being here as always, man. We missed you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Durante says, yo, what's up, my brothers? Uh, how, or, sorry, what up? How are my brothers doing today? Does Sasha even want to come to WWE? I think that's a fair question. That is a fucking fair question. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that later, but, you know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that later. We will definitely touch on that. But um, Bell says, oh, yeah. hi, everybody, with the Sasha thing. I really don't know what's going on because I can see her doing New Japan and being Soraya's partner, but I could also see her doing New Japan and Royal Rumble. I just don't know. Plus, Carl Anderson wrestling and Luke Gallows appearing at Wrestle Kingdom rumor. I don't know. Uh, I, I will know for sure next week, too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Durante. Definitely, man. Definitely. Durante. <laughs> Durante, bro. <laughs> don't do this, bro. Did I really just read no. that? Don't don't say that, man. Please. And, and I, I think I think. <laughs> yes, but I. <laughs> Bell, uh, Bell recap. Bell's response recaps that perfectly, man. Please do not speak that into really existence. Does. I know that wasn't your intent, Durante. I, I feel, I love how, I love how we always say things. I love how we always say things about Charlotte. Like we'll always, like everybody does it. Everybody brings up the, what if Charlotte came back in this, and then everybody just jumps down their throat. I absolutely love it. But um, I love it. It's playing. It's so far because it's what happens. Literally. Charlotte comes back and does this. Like, when she comes back, she's going to be doing something big. And that's the part that I absolutely hate because even though the. Even though at this point, she technically is going to be making the SmackDown women's division better, after a while, we're all just going to get sick of her again. And I mean, now she's going to make it better, but fucking Lana can make. Nia Jax can make that SmackDown women's division better. At this point, that is how bad it is. So, you know, not really saying anything about Charlotte, because literally anybody on the planet could make the SmackDown Women's Division at least a little bit better. But even at that, bro, I mean, it's rough. It's it's it's, 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 it's really rough for that division. It really is, bro. It really is. Definitely. Definitely, bro. But, yeah, man. So... Man, William Regal, William Regal, ooh, man, all right, man, so Tony Khan did a, we also got some rumors to go over, I don't know how much validity these rumors have to them, but a lot of rumors have been going around, um, so we'll definitely mention those um, we'll definitely mention those, but let's go over the facts first. So Tony Khan on the ring of honor, final battle, um, on the ring of honor, final battle, uh, media call, he addressed William Regal and his status as we all knew he would because, um, Tony Khan don't want rumors and all this random shit going around. He just wants to say it how it is. This happened. This is how it's going. Absolutely. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my mouth. It was best. I was going to say it was best 
for Tony Khan to come out and do this because with the toxic rumor, rumoring, the toxic rumor mill that's been going around in AEW, the last thing you want is another thing to be uh, flown across people's minds. Uh, Exactly. You know, oh, well, nobody listened to William Regal, and William Regal, that that is the last thing you want. So it was only best for, it was only best for Tony Khan to come out and set the record straight, as he should on a lot of these occasions. But here, and the reason he probably didn't for some other ones is because a lot of those rumors are probably kind of true, and that's why he couldn't come out and say anything, or else he just looked like a bold-faced liar. Um, But... With William Regal, obviously, more times than not, a lot of those rumors probably didn't have any validity to them, so he wanted to come out and address the status. So on the media call, he did not listen to uh, anybody's questions before he stressed his point about what's been going on in his personal life and then how that tied into William Regal leaving AEW. So Tony Khan has confirmed during the Ring of Honor final battle media call that William Regal will be leaving AEW and returning to the WWE where he will be able to coach his son NXT's Charlie Dempsey. I did not know that. No clue. However, Regal's however Regal won't be able to appear as an on-screen character in WWE for the time being all out and grand slam and then another and then another around the time of his birthday it was at this time Regal. It was. It was at this. It was. What the fuck? Where did I completely just lost where I was? Okay, all out Grand Slam, and then another around the time of his birthday. It was at this time Regal requested that AEW didn't exercise his extra year in, uh, included in his contract due to everything going on at a time. Con under going on at the time, Con understood that it made sense to accept Regal's request, although although his own situation, why he'd. Uh, why he'd want to be over there with his family. Khan also stated that Regal will remain with AEW over the Christmas period and that his mother is getting better. So yeah, man. Um, prayers uh, definitely go up to Tony Khan and his family and yeah. my God, that That's man awesome. has had a fucking horrible Last quarter of 2022. You fucking, yeah, punk, do that. Um, You have that personal shit. Yeah, like, holy shit. Damn. I could definitely see... I could definitely see why the shows have been a little lackluster. Mm -hmm. But... This That's why you make a team. Exactly. This is why I stress that Tony Khan gets a team that if he falls like he did here with his personal life, he has people that will catch him. He has people that will hold the fort, uh, so to speak, man. So, my God, I mean... Jeez, absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, I believe he said his mother was uh, had suffered a stroke. I think he said two of them. Um, but, man, 
I mean, that is just, uh, he spent a lot of time at the hospital, and he actually said that he took Regal's phone call sitting outside of the hospital. So, uh, man, I mean, this this man just had his plate full, uh, full to the max. And, and it's absolutely horrible to hear that he had to deal with so much bullshit um, in the later half of the year because of stuff in his company that could have been so easily avoided and um and and handled by uh or handled like adults you know what i mean but unfortunately that's not how everything went down and i'm sure that added so much more stress on his plate which is absolutely horrible for the man but william regal so william regal is done with AEW he's done with AEW it's official last week we reported to you guys the rumor that um the rumor that he was uh that he that he could be done with AEW but it is official it is official man so the next part i really wanted to go over cuz it's very interesting so william regal cannot appear on WWE television as a part of his AEW release mm-hmm. of course um Tony Khan also revealed he was surprised by Triple H's tweet from William, uh, about William Regal from November. Now he's talking about the tweet where Triple H said a couple hours before War Games went on the air, uh, tonight wouldn't be tonight without this. And it was a montage of William Regal screaming War Games. So, of course, Triple H... Okay, we're back. I apologize very, very much. Um, good lord. Okay, so back to what the hell I was saying. Alright, I guess we'll just start that from the top again. So William Regal cannot appear on WWE television as a part of his AEW release. Tony Khan revealed that he was surprised about Triple H's tweet about Regal from November. Now, obviously, he's talking about the tweet where Triple H said, you know, tonight wouldn't be tonight with uh, without this. And it was a video montage of William Regal screaming war games. Uh, of course, Triple H mentioned on Twitter how it would be nice to hear William Regal announce war games is coming. Cassidy Haynes, Bodyslam.net, covered the media event via Twitter. He said, Tony Khan is asked about Regal's release and if it is conditional or if he al- or if he is allowed to appear as a talent. Tony says that he believes that the deal allows him to coach, but that, that uh, he will not be appearing as an on-screen talent next year. Tony Khan, um, Tony Khan says he was surprised by Triple, H tweet, uh, Triple H's tweet about Regal. So, if he had a, so this is the interesting thing to me. So, if he had a contract that had a one-year-out clause, 
and AEW didn't pick that up, why does he have a release? I mean, I do get that he requested them not to pick it up, and I'm assuming that's why the release is in place, but that kind of sucks if you're a talent. Yeah, that kind of sucks if you're a talent because then that means that the out clause only works in their favor and you don't... Like, what if you wanted the out? So it kind of sucks. I always kind of thought that the the out clause was in case you didn't want to renew as well. And you could just straight up just be free. But I guess not, man. And I guess, you know, with that, Tony... So here's here's the other thing. A lot of people are trying to act like Tony Khan is giving everybody a 12-month no-compete. Um, William Regal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Regal. And if Regal told him, I mean, because at the end of the day, if Tony Khan said, okay, you could go be free, Regal told the man, I'm going there to coach because I want to coach my son. And then he just appears on WWE television as, like, the the Raw GM, for example. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then if you're Tony Khan, you kind of just got fucked. So, at least, at least, um, at least Tony kind of, kind of got, yeah, countered it a little bit. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's, it's, I did not know that, you know, those out clause kind of only works in the company's favor. It doesn't really work in yeah. a talent's favor at all because if I put an out in your contract, or if I have an out in my contract, and if I choose to be out, or if they, um, I'm assuming if they wanted him out, then he would just be free to go and his contract would just expire. They but just, it just drop him. But I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming because William Regal wanted out then they still have the power to keep you from being an on-screen role in the first place. But again, if Regal specifically told him he wanted, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, if Regal specifically told him (laughs) that he wanted to be there to coach his son, I would assume that, you know, I would assume, and I feel like I feel like we all assume this about William Regal. He's a man of his word. So I guess I I I guess, man, but but I mean that that's that seems a little wild to me. I mean, 12 months? That's a long ass time, bro. I do like three. The normal something, man. Yeah, it's kind of a long time and Regal said in that situation that like he's fine with that you know he's okay with not appearing on tv for a year but like shit man that's a lot imagine if you weren't cool with it yeah i'll just stay in the company for the extra year yeah you know what i mean so that's yeah i did not think it worked like that man i really didn't yeah but i i also i i also hope and i feel like it won't but i hope that triple h um, lightens his heart a little bit to uh, the All Elite brand because Tony Khan could have picked that motherfucker right back up and had William Regal stay there for the remaining two years of his deal. But no, he let him out, and he specifically said on that media call, 
that he understands that Regal not only has a son, but the most important part, and I heard Triple I hope Triple H heard this, he has friends that he wants to coach with. Who the hell do you think his friends are? He's talking about Triple H exactly. and Triple H's team and the team at the performance center that William Regal you know, William Regal was a huge part of, of Triple he was essentially Triple H's right hand man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now we got that fucking cockeyed motherfucker booking this horrible ass NXT. I mean, uh, goddamn. Can we get a better right hand man for Triple H? I mean, good lord. So I hope Triple H heard that and I and I God. and I hope and I feel like it won't, like I said, because Triple H is Triple H and he man's is just out for blood here. But um you know, I hope I hope it made the relationship a little better uh, after that daddy ass stuff because even that at the end of the day, Tony Khan didn't do anything wrong. He wanted something in return for giving you one of his, for letting you borrow one of his talents. I mean, right. and it was it, it was the most minimal thing on the planet. All you had to do was say A E W. And everybody knows about AEW regardless, so just fucking say it, and he couldn't do it. So that on Triple H's end was just pure pettiness. That's sad. Like, look, I get it if Tony Khan said, all right, write me a check for five mil, or write me a check for a million. Fuck you. I'm not sending you no money, but all you had to do was say three letters, and you couldn't do that to have daddy ass. That was it. Stupid, 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 stupid. When so, Sami Zayn said it live on television, and they oh my god, the whole segment after that. Man's got oh, talked to by Vince McMahon. What about AEW? And that was it. Segment cut. Just yeah, we never did that electric chair segment ever again. That is the best part. That is the best part about that electric chair. And it's so stupid because Sami Zayn was absolutely right. Like if you guys are going to if you guys are going to sit me in this electric chair and have you ask me anything on the planet and you guys are fucking asking me about the most stupid things on planet Earth, do you want to win a championship? What? What kind of fucking question is that? I mean, Good God, man! Um, do you do do you like Braun Strowman? I think they were like in a feud at the time. Like, no motherfucker! What do you think I'm gonna say? Yeah, he he's a pretty cool guy. I fucks with him. Yeah, he's my boy. No, nobody's saying that. So Sam, Sami Zayn was absolutely right, and you know, I mean, t- technically speaking, he was correct. But you know, to Vince McMahon, that that boy was losing his fucking mind. <laughs> what about? AEW. I I would love to see Vince's face. Like, honestly, ask him what he fucking thought about Double or Nothing. It was after Double or Nothing anyway. What was your favorite fucking match, Sammy? What was your favorite match from from Double or Nothing 2019? Golly, can we get Triple H in the electric chair segment? What the fuck are you doing with Johnny Gargano? That's the (laughs) real... Oh my God. CM Punk, CM Punk yeah. coming back, man. Why is that cockeyed fuck running NXT? Why? 
Right, shit sucks. I swear to God, get his ass out of there. Pull Regal in that spot, please. Man, this is hot garbage. Um, HBK said he would be thrilled to have William Regal back. He better be fucking thrilled to have William Regal back. Thrilled. No, that suck. Oh my yeah, god. Man's is hot garbage. Hot garbage. What the hell are you doing down there? I'm telling you. Golly. So, so, yeah, so that was the, uh, so that's all the, um, that is all the concrete news about William Regal. However, oh, jeez. We got more of them. You guys looking for lovers? The bot's back. I don't see them, actually. Oh. Well, never mind. They're not here yet. They will be. All right, man. So, <laughs> William Regal, man. William Regal is, uh, is done with AEW. The reasoning being told is that he's close with Triple H, but his wisdom in coaching was not appreciated slash received the way you would think by some in the AEW locker room who feel they have six-year, multi-year deals and Regal's advice is behind times and beneath them. This was confirmed by Brian Pillman Jr. on Twitter when he claimed that only that only a select few, including himself, would come to him before shows. Allegedly, Regal thought there was an immaturity issue in management. I feel, uh, I feel like I've heard this before. Suddenly, I'm craving muffins, but I miss Regal, is what Pillman said. Um, genuinely always look forward to, always look forward to anything he was involved with. Kind of hope they use him in a similar role when he's back in WWE. Oh, now that was just Mm. the end of the article, but that was the tweet is what Pillman had put out. But look, man. So the part that EC3 had said, here it is. It's fucking bull. That shit. I knew that shit was bull. While speaking to Sports Kita uh, on Sports Kita Wrestling's The Wrestling Outlaws, former WWE star EC3 claims he heard the former NXT manager express regret almost immediately after his debut and felt. And felt there was an felt there was a maturity issue within the company's management, dude. Right there, EC3 claims he heard. That is where it should end. You just cut it right there, bro. I mean, look, if you would have said Regal told me or something like that, it would hold a little more. You know, it would hold a little more something. But you heard. Don't mean shit. And in the beginning of his AEW run, what was there necessarily to regret? Now, the thing about maturity, I could see William Regal 
maybe having a little bit of problem, not a problem with it, but I could see William Regal being culture shook. Now I could see him having a problem with it because you got to understand, you got to understand. Maybe there's not a maturity issue in AEW or at least how business has ran over there, but you got to understand where William Regal has worked in Mm -hmm. the most business of business of, of environments. Yes. He, William Regal uh, worked in WWE for how many years? So, those, you just know, that was the whole point of AEW, is it's not going to be ran like WWE, culture's not going to be like WWE, product is not going to be like WWE, stuff, you know, that is kind of, that. that is what AEW was built off of. So, the fact that, you know, I could see there being truths to that. But I don't, but I, I, I think the reason William Regal wanted to go back and and it's it's as plain and as blunt and as understandable as you can get, he's got his son and he's got his team and his friends that are over there. And that's the culture that he likes to work around because they've built something and they've built something special and they have, and it was all stripped away from them. And now they're coming back. And this is what they want to do. And William Regal signed with AEW because in March, nobody expected Triple H would have full control of the company or creative control of the company by the end of the year. So, you know, I mean, it's as plain as you can get. Now, like I said, do I think that is just all 100% a lie? Not necessarily. I could see you can't tell me William Regal went there and was like, "Oh man, this is run great." This is, no, yeah, because the Florida guy is really nice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So William but, Regal worked in worked in a culture in WWE that he was used to, and AEW probably just wasn't his cup of tea, and that's fine. Exactly, bro. Exactly, and. With all these guys not taking advice that people always talk about in AEW, like Punk was talking about it, um, they're saying that's what Regal believes. Man, I, I don't get why they take that close to heart, bro. If they don't take your advice and they fail, it's on, it's on them, them. They learned that lesson. Exactly. Like, I, I give advice to someone. They can take it or not. They don't take it. They don't take it. They do. They do. That's all taking advice is, bro. If someone wants to take it or not. And that's all it is. I hate when people get, like, in their feelings about it. Like, I don't think William Regal did, but we all know fucking Punk did, man. And I, I don't get that shit. Yeah, I mean, look, man, like, you got people coming to you that want to learn. That says more mm-hmm. about them than it says about you going to them and saying, hey, can I teach you something? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. take care of the people who... Uh, look to you for advice and if there's people that don't want to look to you for advice if they fail that's on them if they want to go by trial and error that's on them it says nowhere in their contract that they have to listen to advice now exactly if you want to you know if you still want to give them advice out of the kindness of your heart hey i think you could have did da 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 better and they take it then they take it and it is what it is but if they want to say oh well nah i don't think so 
And if they fail at it again, it's on them. Because you did everything in your power. You gave them your advice. They didn't take it. They fell on their face. That's on them. It is what it is. I'm dead. But, again, the same thing happened with CM Punk. The only difference was, the only difference about this is Regal was brought in as a coach. Regal was brought in as a coach. So, I would hope they'd listen to him a little bit more. Punk was not brought in as a coach. Punk is a talent. He's no better than any 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 of them. The only difference is their payroll. That's about it. He is a talent who is higher on the card, and yes, he's a veteran. And I don't know what Punk was complaining about. He has people that go to him. He said, uh, Dak said before, I always went to Punk. Me and Dax, or me and Cash always went to Punk. And I'm sure there was people in the company. I'm sure MJF went to Punk. Why do you give a fuck about Hangman Page? If he wants to go by trial and error, he's pretty fucking popular, so he must be doing something right. I mean... Exactly, bro. And and if FTR wants to listen to you, go ahead, by all means, take care of them. Give them all the knowledge that, that you have to offer, and they'll be fucking great for it. But if you're giving Hangman advice, and especially with Punk, because a lot of the time I heard he was telling people to stop doing things that got them over. Yeah. If they are comfortable doing something and in their role, if they don't want to listen to you because they... Like if Hangman was like, oh, shit, Booker T said, you know, I shouldn't keep drinking this alcohol. So I'm going to stop drinking it. What? Why the fuck? What? What? Who gives a fuck what he says? If you think that... That is something that's a part of you, for example, and you think that's something that gets you over, which for Hangman for a while it was. Why would you stop doing that? And hey, if it fails, it fucking fails, and you get back up and you try again. John Cena always talks about how failure made him him. If he didn't fail, he wouldn't be John Cena. You know what I mean? So if he went by everybody's cookie cutter advice, well, do this, do this, do this. And he was just staying in line. Probably wouldn't be John Cena. He'd probably be released and probably working at fucking Ace Hardware right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, he failed time and time again. And he got his ass back up and tried something different. You know, and I'm sure he took advice along the way. And I don't think Hangman is not taking anybody's advice. But if you're giving me advice that is just flat out dumb, I wouldn't take it either. Exactly. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I mean, you know, but for William Regal, I mean, he was brought in as a coach. And again, if you give people advice, like if Brian Pillman comes to you every fucking day, feed his head with the best of knowledge because he wants it. You know what I mean? But if there's guys that don't want to listen, you know, I mean, if there's guys that, you know, are uh, just straight up cocky and and they're just Mm -hmm. being dicks about it, sure, you could put them in place, whatever. You know what I mean? As you should, because you're a coach of the company and you're William fucking Regal. But look, man, if these guys are just simply like, "Eh, all right, I'll think about it, but, you know, probably not going to use it. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. But mm-hmm. I could see I could see William Riggle getting pissed off if these guys were being assholes to him. But if you are an asshole to Mr. Regal, you have no place in this business, bro. I, exactly. You know, bro. but 
I mean, if these guys don't take your advice, it is what it is. Just move on to the next guy. Try to help him, you know? So, yeah, man. But, again, as far as the management goes, I can easily I can easily see William Regal having a problem with it. Uh, or not even a problem, but just kind of being a little starstruck by it. Can you blame him? He's worked in WWE for how long, man? Exactly. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so that's the Regal news. That is all the Regal news we got for you guys. Um, speaking of AEW, man. AEW, Fight Forever. We got an update on Fight Forever. We did not see nothing from Fight Forever at the Game Awards yesterday. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, nothing, uh, nothing new coming from there. This actually comes a couple days ago. Fightful Select is reporting that AEW Fight Forever will be a single release that will evolve over time with new additions instead of a year log release. Thank God, bruh. Thank fucking God. Definitely. They're doing it right. Definitely. And the game looks pretty fun. It looks pretty yeah. fun. So, the fact that they're not doing a yearly release, who cares? We all, in fact, that's the way a lot of wrestling fans would rather have it. However, yeah. 2K, we all know how 2K rolls. They, yeah. they, yes, they, they, they want money. They want to, they want to you know, snag the, they want to snag the, the, uh, 70 to a hundred dollars out of you every single year, even though their game is nothing but copy and paste. And, you know, dude, I don't know. I don't know. 2k. The only way I'm buying 2k 23 is if my GM mode has more championships and an online mode. If it doesn't have that, I'm not fucking touching that game. I'm not fucking Hell touching no, it. Bro. And if the the my Fuck GM is shit, significantly bro. improved because dude um uh, ah good lord. Good lord, bro. I mean it's it's just um I don't know. It's 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 ridiculous at this point, man. It, I mean uh, I I can't even explain how, how I can't even I can't even explain how much it annoys me that they finally uh, we've asked for my GM for so long and, and they give it to us and it's fucking garbage. The only way I'm even looking at that game is if my GM has more championships and a fucking online mode. And and to be honest, I don't even care about the championships. If it has an online mode, I'll I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it to see what's up with the game. But if it doesn't have online mode, I'm not fucking touching it. Because I'm sick of these damn games. There's no fun game modes. There's no nothing to do. The game continuously crashes. The game... The game needs to solely be built off of community creations. And if you download too much community creations, you're stuck in Crashville. So that's that, that's all there is to that. Um, exactly, bro. Ridiculous, bro utterly ridiculous however this is the way it should be this is the way it should be the game looks fun and why are you just gonna keep copying and pasting another game a new game just to get a new cover and just to get a new exactly. this and a new that i mean dude if the game is fun 
stick with the game until people genuinely get bored of the game, then offer something new. But stick with the game, and if the game is fun, which I'm, it looks very fun, just keep adding stuff to it to make it more fun. You know what I mean? And the way they're doing it, the way they're doing it is very good to the point where they aren't putting people that are actively on the roster in the game because it's going to make people want them like FTR. Exactly. Like when FTR comes into the game, people are going to be excited because people love Dax and cash and they can headline their own DLC and people will buy it, you know? So it's, um, it's good. It's good. I'm glad we're going with something that, uh, I'm glad we're going with something that we can just enjoy and we don't have to constantly worry about our money every year when it comes to these exactly. video games. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, especially with WWE 2K23 back to this for one second with all these fucking games that are coming out next year, we got Spider-Man, we got Jedi survivor, we got suicide squad, I mean, dude, I, uh, trust me, we got AEW fight forever. I mean, trust me, I, I can find something, I could find something more entertaining to spend my fucking money on if this goddamn my GM is just as dog shit as it was, um, last year, but it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yes, there, there's definitely more I can, I can spend my money on for sure. Uh, yeah, man, but that is the latest, that is the latest on Fight Forever, and I am, uh, I am damn excited for it, it looks great. Um, this story, we brought this to you guys last year, but I guess it, or last year, we brought this to you guys last week, um, um, the rock we brought this to you guys last week but there's like the little there's literally like another sprinkle of and i feel like we all knew this was going to happen but either way it's worth mentioning Mm -hmm. dave Meltzer, the wrestling observer so we brought to you guys last week that the rocks being discussed to win the royal rumble according to dave Meltzer, the wrestling observer Dwayne the rock johnson has been discussed to take the number 30 spot in the 2023 Royal Rumble. Whoa. Although, he was sure to point out it was simply just a pie-in-the-sky discussion. Nothing is planned as of yet. And as we know from last week, the rumors that you had been hearing, if he wants it, he's got it. Like a movie audition. Mm-hmm. You know how they You know how they, they offer a bunch of a bunch of people but there's that one huge star and if he comes to the audition he's got the part but if he doesn't come mm-hmm. they got a bunch of backup options literally how exactly this is going to going so it looks like Cody's one of those stand-ins you know or if Rock doesn't show up Cody's just fucking sitting there crying but bro if you mm-hmm. dude uh if I bro if you're Triple H Fuck Dwayne Johnson. And exactly. I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Because you are, and Dwayne should know this, you are in a spot in your company 
where you have all these NXT guys, you have a lot of these guys that everybody knows to be Triple H guys, and you are going to do the most Vince McMahon thing ever and have The Rock steal a spot that should rightfully be Cody Rhodes. Give this accolade to people that have not held the accolade before. I don't know if The Rock has won any Royal Rumbles. I'm sure he has, but if he... I don't know if... I, I feel like I've never... Hmm, has The Rock ever won a Royal Rumble? Maybe. I don't know. The point I'm making is The Rock is a made star. Cody Rhodes is a star, however. I'm not saying he's not a star. I'm not saying him winning the Royal Rumble is going to make him a star because he's already there. But, but, Cody Rhodes is a guy who's never won the Royal Rumble. And he can add that to his list of accolades, and it'll be in it'll be an incredible, incredible start to the road to WrestleMania. You give that to The Rock, it looks like nothing in your company has changed from last year's fucking Royal Rumble that was given to Brock Lesnar. It was given to Brock Lesnar. It looks like nothing in your company has changed since last year, and that. Is uh, he has okay? I felt I, I felt okay, so. but dude, it looks as if nothing in your company has changed. Meanwhile, this year's Royal Rumble see, everybody keeps talking about these statement shows with Triple H, they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger until WrestleMania. Everybody's gonna say mm-hmm. Royal Rumble is the biggest statement show, then WrestleMania is gonna be the biggest statement show. And then hopefully the whole statement show talk will have went down because he's built his way up to WrestleMania. But WrestleMania is going to be his biggest, biggest statement show. But this is going to be a huge, huge one. Because this, this should be the year Johnny Gargano has a great showing in the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins gets some love in the Royal Rumble. All of your guys get a little love in the Royal Rumble. Maybe you call up a Tyler Bate. To be in the Royal Rumble. Maybe you fucking... I don't know. Cameron Cameron Grimes is probably getting called up in the Royal Rumble. I mean, you have so much. You have so much to prove in this Royal Rumble. Giving it to The Rock is throwing it all away. And if you think you're going to put Cody Rhodes in that Royal Rumble. And throw that motherfucker over the top rope with... Any reaction other than booze, you're out of your mind. You are out of your Literally. mind. And they talk about statement shows. The statement that shit would be telling me is shit ain't changed, bro. So why would I watch it like I didn't like to watch this company for the last three years? It just makes me want to watch this company way less than I already fucking do. So don't do that shit, bro. Don't do that shit because the statement you're making... Is that it's gonna be the same, and you don't want to make that statement, man. You really do not. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, exactly. Yeah, Logan says uh, Cody is Cody is also a guy who hasn't won the WWE title either, which I know Rock has won many of those. So, I mean, come on, bro. And if I'm Dwayne. I am specifically making sure I am busy for WrestleMania season. 
because we don't have time. We don't like, and, and I hope he knows that. And and I think he does. He was tweeting at Cody Rhodes while he was in AEW, telling him that he was a star. And I hope you mm-hmm. let Cody's star making moment, one of his star making performances, go off without a hitch. Because, my God, that is just that 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 would exactly. be that would be highway robbery, man. If Rock did that to Cody, it needs to be Cody Rhodes. Um. And again, exactly. if you're doing Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship, it's only right you do Seth Rollins for the Universal. Um, or, or you have Cody take both of them and have Seth beat Cody for one of them. Just another idea. Uh, but yeah. um, personally, I would do Seth Seth on one night, Cody on the other. So. That's how I would do. Seth got robbed of his Universal Championship match, so it only makes sense that Rollins goes after uh, the Universal, and Cody Rhodes has staked his claim at the WWE title for a long time now. So, um, ever since he's came back to the company, really. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's just how it has to be, man. That's just how it has to be. Um, and Bell says if Cody doesn't win, the only other person who could get away with winning is Sami Zayn. She says, I will say if Sami Zayn won instead, I can't exactly complain about either. Yeah, even that would fucking work. Yeah. Sami on one night, exactly. Cody on the other. There you go. Um, Something. Something other than The Rock. Exactly, bro. So, yeah, man, that is the latest update. Uh, The Rock went from winning the Royal Rumble to, uh, well, winning it, but also coming out at number 30. So, uh, Mm -hmm. way to Roman Reigns 2017, your Royal Rumble, if that goes off. Exactly. So, speaking of, uh, speaking of... uh, Well, not Roman Reigns, but one of Roman Reigns' most recent challengers, Drew McIntyre. You see the tweet on your screen? He tweeted this out, man. Unfortunately, I am medically disqualified to compete this Friday on SmackDown. I don't like to miss any shows, as everybody knows, but I promise I will be back soon. Thanks. Drew McIntyre was scheduled to team with Sheamus on this Friday's SmackDown to challenge the Usos for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. However, he has now revealed on Twitter that he is not cleared to compete. The nature of McIntyre's injury is currently unclear. Yeah, man. So, prayers up for Drew McIntyre. That absolutely sucks. I heard they're expecting him to be back by the time they film their Christmas shows. Oh, yeah. did you hear that news about Christmas uh, um, Christmas Raw? No. Oh, no. What's the, so, oh God. So, it doesn't pertain to us, but... um, So, let me... Okay, so, if, if Christmas Raw is going to be on the 26th, I believe the 19th, Uh, Not this upcoming Monday, but the next Monday. Mm -hmm. WWE tossed around ideas of having that live audience sit there for two Raw tapings. Six hours. A six-hour Monday Night Raw for that live crowd. (laughs) 
Oh. During the bro, they're dead in the fucking second hour. Imagine mm-hmm. hour fucking like four. Oh, dude. That mm-hmm. they can't do that if they wanted to. They're gonna have no crowd noise. I mean, you'll have people there. They ain't going, to... bro. What time would they get to leave, bro? What two in the morning? <laughs> Honestly, dude. Honestly, because what I was thinking was maybe you let the fans in a little bit earlier, but then that makes no sense because then you would have to film Christmas Raw and then you would have to film the Raw that's supposed to be taking place a week before the one that you filmed before the show. Yeah. So So you would have to do it afterwards. And if you start the show at seven o'clock and it ends at 10 and and 10, 11, 12, that means you're getting out of that stadium at one in the morning after seven to one. Of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Seven to one, bro. Yeah, so, fuck. I, you know, that's not, you know, that's that's not really news or anything. But I really wanted to mention that to you guys because I've heard that WWE is tossing that idea around. And I don't know where they're at on the 19th of December. But, um, oh, man, I, I, w- oh, I, would, I would have my full on. Heath Ledger Joker arc by the end of that show. Dude, imagine all the random shit you'd have to watch. Oh, fuck that, bro. Fuck that. Um, Oh, man. You'd have to see fucking damage control get buried twice in the span of six hours. Fucking. You'd have to see fucking probably like two Miz TVs. Oh. It sounds oh, that sounds horrendous, bro. They they literally can't do that, bro. I mean, you're There's no way they would be sitting there that long. I mean, you know, you're you're paying for one raw and you get to watch two, man. But at what mental and emotional costs are you doing that at? Yeah, fuck that. Golly, six hours, and you probably get there at like six, anyways. Most people get to the arena at like six. Let so me see. You're in that arena for seven hours. Let me see where they're at on December 19th. I mean, if they're in Hickville, I mean, what else are those people going to go do? Why is it not saying... Oh. oh, God, where are they? <laughs> oh, yeah, that crowd's fucking snoozed. They're going to be in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're fucked. Dude, they're, I mean, what else are they going to do? It's not like they're going to go to a fucking yeah. do anything afterwards in Hickville, but they're going to be slumped. And those places, they're fucking slumped 30 minutes in. Bro, I'm telling you. You know. just hype for the intro. They, I was going to say, they make a little bit of noise for that opening promo, and then they're done for the rest of the night. <laughs> Dude, I hope they do that. I would love to see. Because the crowd, half the crowd will dip out at the end of the first one. Most people ain't staying that long. Mm-hmm. So we'll have like a small, that's funny as hell, bro. That's funny as hell. And the best part, how the hell are they going to film it anyways without doing that? So they kind of have to do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. 
Good lord, good luck, man. Fuck that, bro. Yeah, I mean, unless they pick, like, a Wednesday, or unless they pick, like, a Thursday to just go to some random arena, sell tickets for a Raw taping, and film it then, but I'm That's sure it would awesome. cost them a lot less to just do two. Do it after us, because you already got the stage there and shit. Which also means... It's not like you gotta be at the next Raw. Yeah, which also means, uh, I believe, let's see. So the 30th would technically be a New Year's SmackDown. So that means on the 23rd, somebody would also have to sit there for a four-hour SmackDown. I mean, you get two Wyatt segments, probably. That's yeah. the only positive thing I could think about. You, you get, like, two Bloodline segments. Shouldn't be so bad. four. No, that fucking group. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, Let's see. That sounds fucking like a chore. Let me see where that SmackDown is. Hopefully they're in an actual city. Yeah, like, where? Who builds arena? An arena in Iowa. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know, like, right? Why build an arena there? What you building that arena for? And I. I According to the website, it's called the Wells Fargo Center, which I believe used to be the one in Philadelphia. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Wells Fargo, Fargo Center. Hmm. Maybe they have multiple places that they owned as arenas. <laughs> That's fucked, bro. Hell no. Six hours of Monday Night Raw. Four hours of SmackDown. Oh. oh. Dude, and they gotta do, like, the main event tapings, too. Oh. oh. <laughs> so you are there till like, 2 in the morning for Raw, because they gotta film main event. I think they, they do, do main event that. before. Oh. Oh, no. Luckily for oh. them. So, they don't, you know, they could easily just miss that and just show up for the beginning of Raw. Um... Oh, it's called the Wells Fargo's Arena. The one in Philadelphia is the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So they do own multiple. Man. I don't know where that SmackDown is, but God bless. God. Also, also that actually moves us uh, perfectly into our other story. John Cena. Yeah. John Cena will appear on the SmackDown episode the final smackdown episode of 2022 the december 30th show will take place in tampa florida oh so they're not filming for that episode the new year's episode oh, okay. with variety reporting that more announcements are planned in the coming weeks this is great also another thing real quick just on this topic um so that um that Monday, that December uh, 26th, Monday Night Raw, they mm -hmm. are, the other option is for them to do, and they used to do this in NXT a lot, they are, were going to do a best of 2022 show. That's smart. I where, would just do that. Bro. Where you just have the commentators, where you just have the commentators, like... Uh, Voice stuff over. Yeah, just... 
so these were some of the best matches of the year. And then they show a match and then they say, ah, on to the next match. And then they show another match and they just keep going down great moments and promos and matches of the year. Yeah. I mean, I would do that for a, ain't no way I'd be sitting there for a six hour raw. Yeah. Those camera people too. Cause yeah. Oh, cause NXT used to do, uh, that's when they did their best of like year end award show, you know, but and, uh, and, you know, they don't really have those yet with Triple H in charge. They probably will next year, which uh, that should be cool to see. But, um, uh, but yeah, they don't have that yet. So the, they, the other idea was that they were just going to do a best of 2022 show, which is probably mm-hmm. the way to go. So you don't have to do that to your poor fans. I hope so, because that is fucked. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, back to John Cena. This is great, man. I hope he sets up something for Mania. Um, I don't know if his... I've heard rumors that his schedule is going to be a little a little busy around WrestleMania time. But, uh, you know, I hope those are just rumors. And I hope we see him... Uh, I hope we see him pop up at this year's WrestleMania, man. Because I miss I some John so, Cena on television. I really do. I love, love when John Cena is on television. He is just great. He's the GOAT. He really True. is. Truly, man. Truly, I hope I hope he can do something at Mania, man. Because we don't like to see it, Cena, man. No doubt. So yeah, man. Cena will be on SmackDown, final SmackDown of 2022, and um, yeah, it's gonna make for an even better show. That means we'll have a Bloodline segment, a Bray Wyatt segment, John Cena segment. So it's gonna be gonna be a decent show, man. It's gonna be a decent show. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. Bell says, SmackDown is my favorite show of the week, story-wise lately, so SmackDown wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be that bad. Not at all. SmackDown would be better than a six-hour yeah. Raw. Um, but, but, um, but yeah, I mean, story-wise, they, they're letting stuff breathe. They got good stories on there. I mean, it's not yeah. that bad. I mean, you know, there are bad parts, but there's bad parts to every single show that you watch. Um as far exactly, as wrestling is concerned, but SmackDown's killing it right now, I will say. Yeah, they've been doing great, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man. Um. NXT. NXT. Oh, God. NXT is returning to the road for premium live events. In 2023. It's about fucking time. However, I genuinely don't know of people who uh, would would spend their money. However, go see fucking scripts in a fucking uh, North American title match. Oh, yeah. Take my fucking $170, please. Good God. Get the fuck out of here. So that's that's the negative part. But that that performance center crowd is one of the worst crowds I I have ever heard. I genuinely think yeah, I've ever heard. They are they are so fucking bad as an audience. The only good thing that they did that the main roster audience doesn't do is sing Legato during Santos Escobar's song 
and I, mm-hmm. I will. That's the only thing about that crowd when they would go, "Look, God, oh, you, you guys know." But bruh, dude. Other than that, that crowd is so fucking bad. It is so so bad. I just hope the crowds that they eventually find themselves in front of are actually excited about the product and 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 they're excited to 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 watch NXT then oh, I hope so, yeah. uh but at the end of the day if they're not who the fuck can blame them because that is so bad so Jeez. so bad it, i mean but it's good for the brand to get out of that horrendous crowd every once in a while. WrestleVotes is reporting really is. that NXT will be returning to the road for future premium live events. This Saturday's NXT deadline will, will emanate from the Performance Center. However, the next event, Vengeance Day, will take place on February, 4th, uh, February uh, 4th. From Charlotte, North Carolina. This is um. Th- this is this is this is good. Th- th- this is. Test it out. I don't think they can. I don't think they could sell out stadiums like they used to. But I think they could go to little venues that like Ring of Honor goes to. And I yeah, think they something could, like that. And and I think they could garner a pretty a pretty decent audience in there. And I would hope. I would hope that whoever's buying tickets to these shows are a little more fucking intelligent than the people that sit again in that performance center. Um, Bell says she would pay her money for vengeance day tickets for one reason to watch mellow beat Braun breaker. Yeah. Mm. But you know, the way Shawn Michaels is going, man, Braun breaker looks like he's going to, uh, looks like he's just going to be fucking champion forever. Exactly. So, the only way I'm going to an NXT live event, a premium live event for NXT, is if I, as if I'm pulling up to that fucking black and gold logo or something I'm telling that resembles something. what Triple H done. Oh, bro, imagine going up to an arena and all the fucking logos are that fucking god-awful logo of NXT. No, and I'm walking away. monstrosity. I'm walking I'm away. back, bro. Ain't no fucking way. You know, or or you know, even even if it is their you know white and gold logo they got going on now, dude. The only way I'm ever going to an NXT show is if they get back to resembling their their indie spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and not exactly, signing these fucking athletes who cannot wrestle to save their life. Or these people that just downright suck. So. Just. Oh God. It's good for the brand. But before we worry about these premium live events going on the road. We need to worry about getting NXT back to premium television. Because television sucks. Dude it's so fucking bad. You can't go sell fucking tickets for shit while you're putting that on TV. Maybe. But the correlation of them not doing that and Regal come back could make for a better outcome. But under Michaels, ain't no fucking way. Especially if those tickets are expensive, they better hope those those tickets better be cheap. 
if they're fucking twenty bucks WWE a pop, pay per view, um, bro. If they if they aren't fucking dirt cheap, I, I I wouldn't go if it was in my city. I probably wouldn't even go if they were dirt cheap. I wouldn't go if I live right next door to the fucking arena. Bro, I'm telling you, I don't want to waste my fucking walking time. Man, isn't it crazy that Braun Breaker has been... I know he hasn't been champ for a year, but because I know he lost it like for a small period of time, but... Man, it's just so it's so crazy. He's like been kind of he's been he by the time like if he loses it at Vengeance Day or Wrestle or the WrestleMania weekend show, he will have been around that championship for a whole entire year and a half. Damn, God, the damn. same guy, right. and and this the brand was supposed guy. to be about the future. And it's just been about one guy. That that's good, but it ain't even that good yeah i mean yeah i mean you know braun is good he's only gonna he's only he's only gonna get better but i mean one guy man can't can't put all your eggs in one basket especially when you have other people on that show that are really good as well um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's absolutely crazy 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 to think about uh man yeah, I hope I hope 2023 is the year the Braun Breaker and Mandy Rose hard on ends. Mandy Rose is really probably going to be the only NXT Women's Champion in 2022. Probably, bro. You crazy? Damn, that's crazy. That's nuts. Crazy man, but yeah. So it's it's just crazy to me because Braun Breaker. I don't. E- I didn't even really think Braun Breaker was gonna do nothing on the main roster under Vince because if you looked at how he was presented in NXT, you know, regardless on how shit NXT 2.0 was, Braun Breaker was always, you know, looked at as a huge star. Like he was looked at as the next yeah. up. But whenever they would put him on Raw, like when he won the Raw After Mania NXT title rematch against Dolph Ziggler. They couldn't have presented him any more bland than they did then. I mean, they really couldn't have, oh, man. Sorry. It was so fucking bland. Horrible. It was horrendously fucking bland. Bro just won the title and then just left. It was just the most just boring did. match ever. He just speared him, did his gorilla press power slam, and he just, that was it. Just moved on, just all right. I got it. Thanks. Golly. But the thing, the interesting thing about Braun is if he comes up, where does that leave Cora Jade? Because she's probably going to go up too. Mm. You know? I could see her joining. It. If it's still a thing, I could see her joining Danny Control for some reason. Mm. <laughs> you, you know, like her and Bailey, like. Are pretty. They're pretty. They seem like good friends. Yeah. They seem. Bailey seems like in a mentor role for uh-huh. Cora Jade Loki, so she would probably join fucking loser control. Oh god. <laughs> you know it too. Uh, yeah. The worst part. I I could definitely see that, but she'd be skating down the arena. Oh my! Oh, Do you remember god. when she tried to skate last year at 
stand oh and deliver God, was like, and she's like fucking <laughs> she she didn't even skate she just had her foot one foot on the skateboard and one foot on the ground and she was just wheeling bro if you don't get man all right man so i could honestly see both of them being brought up in the draft Braun and cora uh, i could i could really see that because you I know mean, they're definitely yeah because you know they're coming up they're together up together and sent to the same roster bro and if anywhere, I would guess he's going on Raw. If anywhere. Yeah, but it also depends where they kind of put everybody else. You know? Yeah. And I think with this draft, it's really just free-for-all. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be just put these people where they got to be, where it's different. I still think they're going to keep Cody and Roman separate. I still, I, I think they're going to keep those the same i think cody's gonna go to raw they're gonna get the title yeah. he wins mm-hmm. and roman's gonna stay on stay on smackdown I, definitely i think that's the path definitely 100 percent. so which i that's the path i hope they go with because yeah. i like cody on raw to be honest same and i can also see bray staying on smackdown because if we see less of roman that means that's that leaves open it open time. for bray to be their main mm-hmm. guy because you know when roman exactly. You know, I'm I, assuming Roman lo- uh, lost the belts by then. I mm-hmm. totally see Wyatt, uh, you know, being that main guy over there. And then I could see Roman being that guy who kind of just comes back for the bigger pay-per-views to just do some random yeah. match. Exactly, bro. Exactly. He'll be, he'll be put in the Brock spot after he loses those titles easily. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I could see him eventually coming around and doing Bray versus Roman at one of the manias because Roman's always wanted it to happen. I mean, that's WWE, That's two of WWE's biggest homegrown stars ever. Mm-hmm. So and they, anytime they mix it up, it, it was awesome, bro. Like, I, I always love seeing that clip of that tag match they had where fucking um, Bray's pinning. Bray did the like the pointed, mm-hmm. and he pointed and fucking rolled that like that shit's. That shit's legendary. I would love to see more shit like that. Yeah. That was when they were going to turn Bray babyface, but then they nixed it because yeah. he got injured. So. Yep. And then they brought him back to well, do the Wyatt been. compound. <laughs> the fucking most hey, blatant hardy dude. I heard he's doing good over there, bro. You know what? I think we do the same oh, thing. Oh, my bro. God. You ain't got a cult no more. You got a compound. Man, that was inspired by him. I ain't trying to copy him. Too bad you're copying him now. Man, um, yeah, bro, uh, Roman wanted to face Bray for the Universal Title at yeah. WrestleMania because Roman said it himself. I would prefer Bray because he's a future piece to the company, like Roman is, you know, or at least was at the does. time. So, you know, I they know each other's value, definitely. Definitely. Um, And that was the thing with Vince, bro. A lot of these times, dude, we just got fucking... We never got, like, those big face-offs with two of the huge stars in the company. That the company made, like... Like, like, do it. You know, they're both your big... Your two two biggest homegrown guys, like you said. Do it. That's what people... And you got the on-screen history. Play up to that, too. Because because Vince is more of a guy of let's put Roman against somebody who is a star of the past. 
Exactly. And not Roman, who's a star of now versus another star of now. And every time it does happen, it's fantastic. Awesome. Roman and Seth, fantastic. Roman and Brian Danielson, fucking fantastic. You know what I mean? And some of his matches were were decent uh, with with mm-hmm. you know the older guys. I'm not saying those matches were completely trash, but it's super epic when there's two guys that yeah. are stars of today i mean it's just it's it's awesome but it's like we were talking about a couple weeks ago bro put people in matches that matter you know what i mean like yeah they're they're big names and they're big historical names they don't matter in the current product put people that matter in the current product and you get good shit bro like like look at look at what had happened with uh samoa joe and darby allen I'm watching that mm-hmm. match and I'm saying to myself, this is cool. Damn. Two guys that I fucking this... care about, they're having a good-ass yeah. match right now. It's not some random ROH fucking Tony Nese motherfucker. It's fucking Darby Allen. Exactly. It's, a, it's two great guys. And their styles matched. Roman and Bray have really good matches together. Those two are just styles that matches, especially with this more evolved Roman match, even though you know, he's still, he's way less of a cardboard cutout, man. But he, he, he's still, he's still pretty stiff. <laughs> but um, he's gotten even better over the years. He man. has. So it matched be even better than it could have been a couple years ago. Just do it, bro. I, I would love to see that fucking matchup. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just their auras alone sell that match. Just the, oh, yeah, bro. you know, just the... Just the the star power uh, behind those two guys sell that match alone. I mean, it's it's you know something we need to see. And like I said, every time they actually have the balls to put Roman Reigns in there with somebody, with somebody who is another uh, another huge star in their own right, it always ends up being great. So I don't know why they don't do stuff like that more, but they don't. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I, I like I said, man. I mean, with Samoa Joe and Darby Allen, bro, it's like you put on a if you put on a great match. The if you really put on a great match, the chances of you looking buried in your match are minimal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, bro. you know if if oh yeah, I you know it's I it's definitely agree, Bill. Can we, oh, she says, Walter. can we get Cody and Imperium on the same brand? Kind of would love to see him versus Walter. Oh, Cody could bring back legacy. Oh no. Never mind. He could bring he could he could bring in uh the nightmare family to face no. you know what? If you want to get them off fucking AEW, do it. I'd rather see them on that fucking show than fucking AEW. Yeah. Yeah, well now, well, wait, oh yeah, well now they're the factory. There is no nightmare family because there's no nightmare on the fucking show. <laughs> so, um, yes, that I, that would that would be <laughs> that contract would, coming up too. Yeah, yeah, He's and I, going back. I heard, um, I heard the uh, this is going to be his last year of uh, actually wrestling in the ring too. So. Yeah. Props to him, man. Cheers to a great career. I could see him staying in AEW though. He's said before that he he loves it there and likes it. He likes helping guys and being (laughs) 
just being old guy just helping. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Why you want Ted DiBiase Jr., man? <laughs> just kidding, bro. No, um. Oh, yeah. Love legacy. Um, so you could, or you could do Cody, Dashing Cody, and Stardust. God. Against Imperium. They would too. They fucking would. Vince would. Vince would totally oh, pull some shit like that. Would. He he would one hundred percent get a guy to be to be Stardust. One hundred percent. He would. He'd Wouldn't it have been so him. funny? Wouldn't it have been so funny if you know how Seth was like playing mind games with Cody in their feud? If he came out wearing oh, like drew- Stardust trunks. Dude, he should have, bro. That should if I mean, if they re-up on the feud, I could see that happening. I would just love that. That would be awesome. I would absolutely love that. He could yeah. also maybe replicate to make W gear, too. Maybe, like, where he lost the TNT title, like that gear mm. or something. Yeah. That shit would be dope. Definitely. Yeah. You guys can send me a check for that, by the way. I know it's going to happen. But um, <laughs> I, I do oh, take you know, checks. Yeah. I, I do Zell. You know I, I do Cash App. Um, Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Um, but on a real note, Bell, um, yes, I would absolutely love to see Cody versus Walter. Uh, I think those two would just clash so well. I, I think they're I think they would just have a really good contrast of styles. I could already see Cody jumping off the middle rope for the disaster kick and just getting fucking chopped. Ooh. Oh man, I, I miss love seeing that. Man, I miss seeing a uh, uh, Walter oh, Barn Burner. We haven't got one since Clash, but it's been too long. It's been too long. Bro. I love watching that man. He is he is great. He is great. I miss those Walter chops though. They hit different when he was Walter. You heard him, exactly. like bro. Yeah, I they, they don't feel the same. They really don't. You I mean, gotta put more mics at by the ring or something since the arena is bigger. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They still look like they hurt. But when he was Walter, they just sounded a lot louder. Um, like, during the pandemic, that fucking Dragon Off match actually benefited from no crowd. Bro. Because you just heard every mm. fucking hit they gave each other, and that shit sounded great. Uh, it was... Oh, God. That, yeah, that was... That, that match was... Uh, that match was... That match was rough to watch in the best way possible. In the best way possible, exactly. that match was rough to watch. I mean, you just heard oh, death. Oh, oh bro, cinematic shit. match with him versus Zack Ryder. <laughs> that sounds like the ultimate impact shit, but I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Matt Cardona would end up killing Zack Ryder. Yeah, like stab him fucking stabbing him. Shit. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yes. Impact. Yeah, but... No. I think he's just doing indies. Is he an impact? I I, I don't know, to be honest. Okay, I think I don't know, he was. I don't think he is anymore. He might be like, who fucking knows? GCW? Oh, I think it might be it might be GCW. Yeah. So heard they're coming back too. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um uh, yes, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know how the hell we got on the topic of Roman Reigns fighting people that matter. Um, but 
regardless. Don't do the rock. Yes, definitely. Definitely, man. That's, I also can't wait to do that show, especially this year. Our draft episode of Unscripted or however we the hell we do it next year, that shit's about to be heat. That shit's going to be heat, bro. That shit's going to be great. I can't wait. I Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's, I, I always love recapping the draft, either shitting on it oh, or being excited yeah. about something, which that ends up turning into non-excitement. But... I digress. Um, next up, man. CM Punk. Yeah, this fucking guy. CM Punk adds fuel to the WWE return rumors. CM Punk seems to be very aware the WWE return rumors have circulated in recent weeks. The AEW star posted, well, former AEW star posted these pictures on his Instagram story, as you can see them now. Um, The AEW star posted a photo from his early days in the company and posting, and the posting will only fuel the rumors that he will be headed back to WWE when his time with AEW ends. Punk is currently injured and is still under contract with AEW, but the belief, according to reports, is that he won't be back and that Punk and AEW have talked about a contract buyout. Those got debunked because, um, yeah, according to other sources, they uh, haven't spoke to Punk. So whether or not Punk goes back to WWE, is anyone's guess at this point. There is no time frame on when he might become a free agent. Furthermore, time can heal some wounds, and there there's always a possibility that something could be worked out between AEW and Punk. So as you see from the pictures from his Instagram story, which, um, you know, we're not even going to talk about it. We can't view them, but, well... Luckily, uh, you can't use a second account, but yeah, that luckily for Mr. Uh, luckily for Mr. Punk, his favorite podcaster has a personal account. So he posted this picture you see on your left of him with uh, Festus behind him doing his uh, look. Um, but yes, yeah, CM Punk, and then he posted another picture with him and Mickey James. Uh, so I was going to say, man, did you see that picture I sent you of him kneeling on the impact stage crying? Bro, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, dude. He's going to be with Bobby Fish. Crowd's going to go mild. That's right. There's no one there in the first place. But regardless, yeah, man. So these pictures of CM Punk he posted on his Instagram story. What that means, I have absolutely no idea. Um,. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is Punk just messing with people or if he's legitimately thinking about it. Which, again, if he's legitimately thinking about... Well, not him, but if Triple H is legitimately thinking about having CM Punk back, I want you to think about what your guys think about him. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does the locker room think? There's what They are what matters. Yes, because we know AJ isn't accepting him into the community that matters. 
Um, we know Roman Reigns don't like him. There's a lot of people that don't fucking like him. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, it's, it's interesting, bro. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's trying to, if he's trying to, yo, if he's trying to, you know, mess around and, and try to get, uh, Festus back in the, the straight edge society or whatever the, yeah, the straight edge society, whatever the hell it was called, you know, AJ Styles, AJ Styles, you know, he's already got him in his community. You know what I mean? And I don't think AJ Styles is willing to let, um, anybody come into his community. You know, he's very, um, he's, he's very selective on who he puts in his group and, and Festus is one of them, man. So I don't think he's letting you take him back. Um, but regardless, nobody knows what the hell this means. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is just punk stirring the spot, stirring the pot. But oh yeah, if if Triple H is thinking about it, if if he is thinking about it, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that if he does come back to WWE. I don't think he'll be backstage as much. But then again, are you painting the same picture for your locker room that, you know, nothing has changed and that these older guys who aren't here every week can just are come back come and win? Take spotlights and take spots. Yeah. Something That's you got to think about, man. Yeah. Something you got to think about. Um. Yeah, I don't know. that. I don't think that's a good move, man. I think in WWE, no. I think in WWE you're going to get a lot of, I think you're, in WWE you're going to get a lot more conflict because once he snaps in WWE, he's going to snap and it's going to be 10 times worse than it was oh, in AEW. Worse. Exactly, bro. It'll be a ticking time bomb and that explosion's going to be a million times worse. Mm-hmm. Drop a nuke in that bitch. Definitely. So, with that, with that, man, spoiler for Rampage tonight. I know you guys are really, uh, I know you guys really don't want to hear the Rampage spoilers, but, you know, I'm sorry. We got to do it to you guys, man. Spoiler alert. I'll give you guys a couple more seconds in case you really, really, really care about seeing, getting your live reaction of the live Rampage a former, here we go, WWE Tag Team Champion made their AEW debut la- on last night's AEW Rampage tapings. Former NXT and NXT UK Tag Team Champion Trent Seven made his debut during the tapings for this Friday's AEW Rampage to challenge Orange Cassidy for the All-Atlantic Championship. Seven lost the match, however, accompanied... Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford in attacking the best. Yep, you failed. They failed already. Episode didn't even air yet. They failed. Jobber Sabian, bro. Penelope loser. Those fucking dorks. Fire them, first of all. No, I didn't just read that. Bro, with Kip Sabian, bro. Bro, a discount wannabe pagan nanny, Trent Seven. What? Okay, let, what? let me continue reading before I absolutely flip my shit. 
Seven lost the match, however, he accompanied Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford in attacking best friends after the match. Seven was released by WWE in August when it was announced that NXT UK would be ending to make his way to NXT Europe in 2023. It's currently unclear whether this was a one-time appearance or if Seven will be appearing on AEW TV regularly going forward, man. This is the picture of him that was taken by a fan. Shouts out to the fan who took the picture. Um, yeah, this is him, man. He's got his little mustache, Mountain Trons, Trent Seven. So it's really cool. Really cool that he's in AEW. Hopefully, the beatdown with Kip Sabian was just a uh, mutual God, enemy thing. God, I fucking hope so. I don't Do know why they didn't keep him in WWE and reform British Strong Style because eventually, you know, you can have Pete Dunne, you know, turn on uh, turn on Sheamus and oh, go heel because they were calling his ass Butch and they made him anything exactly. but himself. So you have a perfect plot for uh, Pete to eventually turn heel one day and go back to being Pete Dunne. But then you could have just put British Strong Style back together and it would have been heat. Then you could have added somebody else to the Brawling Brutes. Maybe you add Wade Barrett. I don't know what his medical situation is, but maybe you add Wade back to the uh back to the fold with um with uh having an in ring return for him. Uh but mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's interesting. As I think, Sir K is frozen. Good lord. Fucking A. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but... Uh, oh, there he is. Uh, yes. Wi-Fi, man. I, I know. Uh, gotta fucking love them, don't you? Um, yeah, I, I understand, man. Trust me, me of all people, I understand. But yeah, I don't know why they didn't keep him on board to put back together British Strong Style eventually. I thought that would have been great, but it is nice to see him getting. It is nice to see him getting some kind of work and um. You know, we know he's uh, good friends with the Bucks and Omega, man. So uh, it's it's really good for him. It's really good for him. I'm excited uh, that he was given a ch chance, and I hope they uh, do better with him next time we see him on TV. If there is a next time, then putting him alongside Kip Sabian and fucking Penelope Ford. So, yeah, man, definitely. Um, Yeah, so that was... Uh, that is the story on Trent Seven um, being in AEW. Man, so uh, cool to see. Cool Hell to yeah. see. I just, I really wish his cool. boys were with him. No matter what company it was, I, I just, I wish we could have seen. WWE never Those even people. capitalized on a British strong style. They might have did it once, from what I can remember. But um, yeah, I yeah, mean, they never really did it once, but that was it. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck, man? I mean, they're great, and WWE did not capitalize on that whatsoever. So, it sucks. 
Uh, and I, I wish he could just be with his boys. I, I think a British strong style trio would have uh, would have went so hard. Been great. So to end off the news with the final story for today, man. This broke yesterday. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is expected to be at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom next month. Breaking. PW Insider is reporting that Mercedes Vernado, Sasha Banks, is expected to be at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom in January. While it's unclear whether she'll be appearing in front of the live crowd it was noted that New Japan is bringing in Vernado for the live event. Vernado recently teased a match against current IWGP Women's Champion Kyrie, and has been uh, and has been training in the U.S. and Mexico since walking out of WWE. Man, man, that's crazy. Really, really, Bell. I have to ask you. I don't know if this is a stupid question. This might be a really stupid question to you, but I need to know the answer. Do people in the UK watch NXT UK? During its prime, at least. Was it like a weekly thing you guys watched? I need to know. Or, like, if it did fall off, when did it fall off? Because... I don't know. I'm I don't curious. know. I'm very curious. Or I, or did you guys just watch regular NXT? I, I'm I'm very interested. So very very that's curious. why we that's why we love having you here. So exactly, so, you answer all these questions for us. I would have never. Uh, I I would have. I would have never known Blackpool was uh, very far away from London without you, Bell. So I would have never known. <laughs> never in my life. So, <laughs> so man. This is interesting, bro, because a lot of people are saying that she's made a deal with Triple H. She's made a deal with Triple H that she can go do what she wants to do. It just can't be on American soil. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that because you're doing that with Carl Anderson, but are you going to continue to be this friendly with New Japan for everybody? Mm, I don't think so. I don't Not think too. so either. I don't think so either. I mean, it's more likely than Vince, but the only reason, the only reason I feel Carl Anderson is doing this stuff is because, is because, um, I feel Carl Anderson is doing this stuff is because he came back to WWE when he was the champ. Triple H took him back when he was a champ of a different company. So it's only right on Triple H to do that. But, if Triple H, if Triple H didn't want to, if if Triple H didn't have a reason, or if he wasn't a champion in New Japan, Triple H would never in a million years let him go on a New Japan show. Oh, never. You know, I mean, he let Nakamura do Noah, you know, which is, I mean, either way, you know, if it's not televised in the United States and if it's on American, if it's not on American soil, I mean, for WWE standards, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? They don't watch it anyway. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if it's not televised in America, and and again, if it's if it's not on American soil, oh well. 
You know, who cares? But, you know, Bill, that explains a lot. They need to do NXT Japan, and they need the approval from New Japan. Oh. That's why they're being... So that makes a lot of sense. That makes mm. a lot of sense. I, I hope New Japan blocks that, man. First of all, NXT Japan sounds garbage. It just sounds bad. And second of all... Yeah. If I was New Japan, don't don't step on my turf, bruh. Y'all got your shit. Stay in your lane, bruh. I hope New I hope New Japan blocks the hell out of that. But man, that's crazy. That's true. I could see I that. Think about that. I could see that. Especially if New Japan works a lot with the Yakuza. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, WWE. That fucking that <laughs> NXT Japan dojo would be getting Molotovs and throwing at that shit. Well, <laughs> they Randy Orton burning that bitch down. Um, the fucking lobster is gonna be standing outside, like <laughs> burning that bitch down. <laughs> yeah, bro, I could definitely see that. I could True. definitely see that. But all these NXT brands, that shit just sounds ass. To be honest, I mean, that dude, how much? It, there comes a point. Where you're just putting out too much content. Exactly. You know, you got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT Level Up, Main Event, fucking... Oh, yeah. All, NXT Level Up. all these... want to bring back NXT Europe? All the, oh. Yeah, NXT Europe, NXT Japan, India. they wanted to do NXT India, NXT Mexico. I mean, what the fuck, man? What the shit do you want to do? How many... I mean, how many? I don't even think there's enough wrestlers on the planet for all that. No, like, what? You know, if and if someone becomes good on any of those shows, they're gonna go get sent to actual NXT and then sent to the main roster. So what the fuck is the point of any of it? You just sign them to your show. Honestly, <laughs> I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. I hope that shit fails. I really hope that shit fails. Definitely. De- definitely. I mean, it, again, it's just, it comes a point where it's just too much content, dude. Like, how much time do you think people have to watch all of this stuff? Exactly. And you like, know what? these people are going to pop up for special appearances, and nobody's going to know who the fuck they are. You're just asking for them to get embarrassed. Yeah, man. Just, just don't do that shit. I hope they block the hell out of that shit. Yeah, and... I don't know, man. WWE's played rough for so many years, so it's 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 gonna be interesting to see how New Japan goes about um, goes about doing that. And like Bell says, I hope they can be a a forbidden door to WWE and AEW. Um, absolutely, I would. Yeah, I would. I would really like that. I would really like that a lot. Um, and and I, I it's it's nice. It's nice to see. And I hope we can uh, keep. I hope we can mend the relationship between WWE and AEW because there's no it's reason for it to up. be as hostile as it is. Exactly, bro. That motherfucker Triple H is fucking so damn mad. Like, bro, like, no matter what, NXT was going to die at one point. Whether it was going to be Vince or something else, and AEW just came along and took your audience. That's all they did. Yeah. It was Vince that killed the fucking brand. So, yeah. don't be mad at fucking TK 
because he because AEW killed your brand. Definitely, definitely, and Vince is the one who kind of drove it off the rails to begin with. Man, I mean, he made him go to USA, move to two mm-hmm. hours, do this, do that, and. You know, that's not what NXT, that's not the shoulders NXT was built on. So it was destined to fail. And it did. Um, It did over time. Um, But was Sasha Banks going to wrestle Kingdom? You know, apparently the rumor we had heard a long time ago was that Sasha Banks was done with WWE. But the agreement reached was that Sasha had to wait till January 1st to do anything pro wrestling. Now, this is another thing that's interesting to bring up. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker on this past Wednesday's Dynamite, a whole month, over a month before the show happens, she goes on there and she, she goes on there and she uh, challenges Soraya to a match at the Kia Forum on, I believe, January 11th, Dynamite. That should be the last match between in the best of seven. Uh, just, you know, to show you guys how far away that is. It's a whole month away. They announce this match a month before it happens. Um, Soraya says, well, I don't have a partner, but I'll find somebody. Hmm. Hmm. Who are you going to bring back that you're building this up a whole month for? Thunder Rosa? That wouldn't make sense because why would they strip the championship from Thunder Rosa if they if they knew it was just going to be another two months before she came back? Exactly, bruh. Exactly. And whose friend was with Soraya? Who was the... Who did, text, who did Soraya text... On her debut. Exactly. Come on, bro. It's... Exactly. Hey, bro. I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I think I'd know. I think I'd bet my money on where she's going and where she... Where I don't think she's going, man. I don't think she's going back to WWE. At least not now. I don't think so, man. The way it's looking... And the way fucking... WWE hasn't really mentioned her at all or set up some person coming in or something. Nothing. Nothing like that for them. It's just this is the path they're going with and it should have been ass. Definitely. And if I'm Sasha Banks and I'm looking at the current state of this roster, I wouldn't come back either. Hell no, bro. What am I coming back to? Jobber control? I either either I join them and be a loser, or I beat them and solidify my best friend's loserness. <laughs> so, and then wherever you go to fucking you go to SmackDown, you gotta go face Alonda Drowsy. Like, you gonna do go it's a fucking, fucking face Aaliyah and Shotzi yeah. Blackheart. Oh God! Or you go to NXT and fucking beat Mandy Rose for a worthless title. Like, yeah, yeah. there's. WWE's women's division is pointless right now, and I think it's going to be for a good minute. Yeah. Why, why would anybody go there? Why and would it, one of the people I care the most go there? And yeah, and and if I'm Sasha Banks, I'm looking at that bullshit, and I'm saying to myself, 
So you want me to come back, but this woman's division is still ice cold. Mm -hmm. What is she going to do? Beat Bianca again? Been there, done that. She main evented WrestleMania with Bianca Belair. What's she going to do, man? Is she going to come and face Bailey? Is she going to come face Becky again? Is she going to face Charlotte again? Is she going to face Ronda Rousey? Done everything. Like we say about the New Day, they've done it all. They have done it all. Just And she's the type of person that wants to do it all. And she wants to go through stuff she hasn't done yet. Like a Daniel Bryan. She wants to go and face these random people in Japan. She wants to go and face these people in America. She wants to face her old friends that aren't in WWE. She she wants to just go places and wrestle. She she was down in Mexico just doing shit for fun. She wasn't wrestling, but she was around that scene. WWE ain't involved in that shit. Come yeah, on, and I think, again, mm-hmm. if Triple H, if Triple H is doing this for Sasha Banks. He's got to continue to do it for everybody. And I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now, he's he's not doing Carl Anderson a favor because he likes Carl Anderson. He's doing Carl Anderson a favor because he knows what New Japan means to the man. And he exactly. knows that he is their champion. So technically, mm-hmm. he shouldn't even yeah. be in your company. He oh, is. Exactly. He should have finished his obligations with them first, then came to you. But you wanted to have him at a certain time when it made sense, and it did. And New Japan, he went right ahead and did it, and he is still their champion. But I guarantee you, after he loses that championship, uh, or get this, get this, since he's sending Gallows over there, why isn't he sending AJ Styles over there? Because he wants exactly. to play nice because New Japan did him a favor. Exactly, bro. Exactly. He if wants he... to get buddy-buddy, but not actually give them good people. He wants to just give them their people and to be happy. Bare minimum. Exactly. Uh, and again, hey, why... Why isn't uh, why isn't Nakamura why 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 isn't Great Muda's his retirement tour happening at on a Wrestle Kingdom show? Yeah. Why couldn't Nakamura? Exactly. Why couldn't since Nakamura's going to Noah? Why didn't they put Nakamura on Wrestle Kingdom? Kenny Omega's gonna be there. The Bucks might exactly. be there. Um, Wrestle Kingdom's looking fucking awesome this year. Um, yeah. FTR is gonna be there. There's, you know. Stasha. Imagine that lineup. Kenny Omega, Sasha, fucking FTR, the Young Bucks, Jay White. That just sounds fire. Will Ospreay, Aussie Open, Okada, fucking Flames. That I mean, and 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 why why can't we add Nakamura, Triple H? Why can't we add Anderson Gallows and AJ Styles, the OC? Why don't we throw in Prince Devitt? Because you don't want to be that buddy, buddy. You're just no. giving them what you owe them because you know exactly. you owe them that shit. And you and you do it because you have to and you want to get on their good side, but you don't want to actually put your guys over there. No, God, no. They, that would get them exposure. No, or, I'm going to give you your guys. That's or, it. Exactly. Or look, if Noah wanted that match... 
my thoughts completely got misconstrued. If that's nose match, whatever. But hey, look, why not while he's over there, Triple H? Why don't you put Nakamura on one of those shows? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Have AJ Styles go with. That is literally the that is literally like the 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 lowest hanging fruit. What Triple H, why didn't you send AJ Styles? Since you're selling since you're sending Gallows, who's not a champ, and technically he doesn't have to be over there. You're sending Anderson because he's the champ and you have to. Why don't you send Gallows and Anderson? And with the hey, might as well send AJ Styles. Exactly. No. You know he ain't doing it. So it's just Triple H just trying to be buddy buddy. And like what what would Sasha think of that? Oh, I would only be allowed to go here because they they want me if let's say let's say Bailey wanted to go do the same thing. I mean, she's technically in all aspects I love Bailey, but she's not as big as name as mine. They won't let her do that. That's my best friend. I want her to be able to do that shit too. I want all the women that want to go do all this type of shit to be able to do it too. Why can't she? Why can't they? But if I go to, let's say I step on the AEW, those women are all around. What the fuck is Akaro Shida? She's a champion of some fucking nobody company. And she's having that championship just walking around in AEW. I don't love that they do that, but they're allowed to do that. You don't think Sasha sees that type of shit? Yeah. Come on, bro. Come on. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So... So, Triple H, man, Triple H, you know, he 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 is doing the bare minimum. And like I said, mm-hmm. he they sent Anderson because they have to send Anderson. Again, if Anderson was in the middle of chasing for the Never Openweight Championship and Triple H took him back to WWE and oh, it God. was and it was going to eventually culminate to Anderson versus whoever at Wrestle Kingdom, Triple H wouldn't have sent him back. He wouldn't give no fuck no. about that story. Again, the only, the only way, the only way uh, Anderson is being sent over there is because it was New Japan that did him the favor and saying, mm-hmm. all right, you know, you go back, you know, you can go back, it's fine, and we'll still let you hold our championship. We're not going to strip you. I don't know. I don't believe he was contractually obligated to them, but he held one of their titles, and they let him go back without dropping it. So, mm-hmm. you know, but so if Triple H did that, you know, simply because he had to, um, Sasha Banks, I don't believe, is being sent over there from WWE because if he did that, he's got to send a lot more people. Because way more. Because yeah, because you know there's people over there that want to do it when new when New Japan and WWE T's working together in 2020. Drew McIntyre came out and you know expressed excitement about working with them and working over there and stuff. There's a lot of people I'm sure that'd like to do it. So if you're going to accommodate Sasha Banks, that's not really morally right for your locker room if you send her. Because she walked out of the company and you're trying to make things right. But all these people that are here and doing your work, uh, uh, doing the work, as Cody says, um, week in and week out, you're not accommodating to them. That's a little fucked up, man. So if you do it for her, you got to do it for everybody. And I don't think this is. And especially with the trademarks that were that have nothing to do with WWE. 
WWE would be WWE would not send her over there as Mercedes Monet. They would no. not. They would send her over there no. as Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, easily. Like she wouldn't even be allowed to trademark that shit. Hell if she no. Was doing it with them. No. Hell and, no. But I I keep seeing people say, well, Sasha's still with them with uh, WWE right now. She's technically not released yet. That shit ends at that. December 1st at midnight, that shit ends. And guess when fucking New Japan is? Not before then. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Come on. When she's let go of that contract and she can go do anything, she's going to go do anything. Who's she can. This has been kept so private. Who the hell's to say she hasn't already been released, but they just gave her an extended no compete until January 1st? Yeah. Exactly. Like, we'll release you now, but you're not doing 90 days. You're doing six months instead of three. Exactly. You know, till the year goes out, and then you can do what you want to do. Who's to say? I mean, exactly. Exactly, man. So, I don't know. It's interesting. But again, if this was being sent, if, if she was being sent over there by WWE, she would not be being sent Mercedes over there as Mercedes Monet. She'd be Sasha Banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd be the boss. She'd be using her theme song and the all of that print. shit. Exactly. Oh, God. Was it, was it, yeah, wasn't that her fucking nickname? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's not bad, but nah, I mess with WWE. It. I mess with it, but it's it's when those WWE commentators say it. You know what I mean? The They're allowed to say the blueprint. Like, bruh. Shut the hell up, bro. Just, just call her a damn blueprint. She's a blueprint. Right, yeah. Blue? She's a blueprint, bro. Come on. Well, her hair is kind of purple, but still. Yeah, or, 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 you know, like Bell said, she's still on the website. So, again, who's to say she doesn't... Who's to say she didn't... Uh, who's to say... Because wasn't her contract coming up soon? Oh, yeah, it was coming up soon anyway. Right, so exactly. So who's to say who's to say it doesn't end at the end of the year and then they just let her sit it out? Um cuz you know, uh, if she was released, I feel I feel like I, I, that would have been broke, but so I definitely don't see that. Um if any if any of the possibilities I broke up, that one uh, brought up. That one's definitely less likely, but if her contract was up anyway, Who's to say they're just who's to say she's just not sitting it out and she's a free agent at the top of 2023. So that's that's what's most likely because her contract was coming up anyway. But um, I don't see it, bro. I don't see no, it. No, I don't. Exactly. I, I think I know where she's going, man. Yeah, I don't think it's fucking WWE, bro. I really don't. I think she wants to be the John Moxley of the four horse women. She does, bro. She wants to be a different one. One outside of the company doing different shit. Yeah, absolutely. Herself. Absolutely. And do having a lot more freedom than WWE will allow you to. And again, if WWE and WWE knows this, if they do it for her, they got to do it for everybody. And they don't want to do it for everybody. Know. You know, because um, it's about it's supposed to be about changing the culture. And if you do that for Sasha Banks and you don't do that yeah, for everybody, yeah. that's fucking your your whole culture change up exactly it's not a culture change it's you bending the rules so you can keep one person just, just like vince did 
just like Vince did. So I, I, I definitely don't think she's been released, but I definitely think no. she's sitting out her deal, the rest of her so. deal. And I, mm-hmm. you know, cause she walked out in 2019, you know, when her contract was almost up, I believe. And then they signed her to a new deal, which I believe was three years. And technically that would have been t- uh, this year at the end of this year, uh, you know, 2022 was the final year on her deal. So, um, literally, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, I don't, I don't see Sasha Banks pulling up to wrestle kingdom as Sasha Banks. I think she is Mercedes Monet. And I think she's going to pull up on dynamite. I think, I think just, you know, she's going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom on January 5th, I believe. You know, it's going to calm down a little bit. Everybody's going to be excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to calm down. And then she's going to fucking show up on Dynamite as the icing on top of the cake. And I think... she's going to be nuts. And yeah. Imagine all out. Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Monet. That's a women's match I'm excited for right there. And that, it, that's what I'd be looking forward to on a show like that. Sasha... Sasha has wrestled damn near everybody, at least all the good ones. She's wrestled mm-hmm. everybody that's good multiple times. She she wants to wrestle new people. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Sasha loves this, and eventually I could see, I don't know about Bex or Charlotte, but I could see somebody like a Bailey following. Mm-hmm. You know, not, exactly. not out of spite or anything, or maybe no, not, just... you know, soon, but I feel More like Bailey's people. the same way. They're best friends, and they just want to do everything. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And what was I gonna fucking say? But I could also see and Bailey staying in WWE too. So I, I could. And last year, the only reason Charlotte was close to going to AEW is because she was pissed at WWE and being mm-hmm. petty. That yeah, was the only reason she was gonna go. Yep. Exactly. And her man was over there. And now, man, don't even want to be over there. So. <laughs> So we all know where she's staying, bro. We yeah. all know it. Becky, if I had to pick someone besides Sasha that's most likely to go, I would think Becky, to be honest, because she seems like the type to, like a Daniel Bryan. You know, she's she loved what she did in WWE. She's very grateful. She just wants to try other shit, man. That's how I can see Bailey as well. Yeah, I can see Bailey too, man. But definitely, man. Definitely. But I think. I think we got our all-out match confirmed, bro. Jamie Hayter, Mercedes Monet, take my fucking money. Uh, I want that shit, bro. Give me that shit. I could absolutely see that. I could absolutely see that, man. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's it's interesting, dude. It's really interesting. But yeah, I I see her popping up in AEW, teaming with Soraya. Um, that's, that's my, that's my immediate guess. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. things could change, but it's, it's sure, it sure is going to be interesting, man. It sure is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, man, uh, it's, it's going to get exciting, exciting to be a Sasha Banks fan for sure, man. But, um, yeah, Sasha, Sasha looks like she's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, man. And it's going to be really cool to see how the hell they use her. Um, Oh, oh exactly. God! Yeah, yeah poor TK. The one, one over Charlotte. That would have been horrible. I would think her staying 
well, is a blessing in disguise, bro. Because you don't want those budding heads. Good Lord, you thought punk was bad. They're going to oh. be scrapping. And that's why I always said, you know, I never wanted Ric Flair over there. Because he... Exactly. It he can... Drama. He can act very entitled. Um, oh, yeah. You know, texting Vince about the way his daughter's book. Like, dude, you know your daughter has, like, fucking 14 world title reigns? Like, exactly. dude, give me a break. You need to fucking be a baby. I can't see Becky leaving WWE without Seth Rollins, and I can't see him leaving. It's interesting with Seth. I can genuinely see him leaving because he always talks about how he feels like it sucks living in, like, other people's eras, and he never feels like the top, like, the true, undisputed top guy. And especially, maybe a little less now with Triple H, but when Vince was over there, Seth was Seth was gatekeeper wrestler. Anytime was, they needed some, they had a big star coming in, they always wanted him to face Seth, and Seth would always have to take the loss. I mean, Seth, this year, it's just literally been a story of L's, and mm-hmm. somehow, some way, he still garners himself uh at least a, a a thought of being a nominee for superstar of the year he's been that oh, great and it's been all losses that just goes to show you're great when you make yourself look good but it just you're greater when you can make others look good and he's shown that this year he is that guy man and dude the matches that he would want that the fans would want Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega is one of the most modern dream matches you could come up with bro uh, yeah, I would pay so much money to see that match. Honestly, like oddly enough, I can really see Seth like leaving, and and on Same. on on, on some terms. like on yeah, I don't see him leaving in like uh you know in like oh, a punk out of AEW way, but no. in like a Danielson way, like we yeah, always mention. The one that shit would be dope, and I would love that if if I could pick anybody that could be in AEW from AEW for a little bit. I'd probably pick Seth first and foremost, bro. Same. That shit would just be fire all around, all the matches, all the story. Him and Mox going not only going against but teaming with each other one last time. That shit would be straight flames. Bell says he ain't gonna be the top guy in AEW either. I think he'd rather be WWE's number two than wherever on AEW's list. So that's the interesting thing with Seth, because I can I definitely see your point, but I see him kind of like Danielson going to AEW later in, maybe in like the later years of his career, where he's not really searching to be like the main guy, but he just wants to wrestle new people type thing. And Look what Cody did. It brought his value up way more. If Cody tried to just come back to WWE the whole time and, you know, really just be a part of that roster, he wouldn't be the level of he is now. He went somewhere else, made himself even bigger, and returned. Now, I'm not saying Seth needs to AEW to do something like that, but that would make him ten times bigger than he is now just because of the the matches. Look what it's done for the, Moxley. Look what it's done for Mox. Mox is one of the goats now. Look what I it's done for to... Danielson. I mean, Danielson mm-hmm. was a made man, but Danielson, like, look at all just the bangers people look at for his AEW run, and people exactly, love it. Bro. And 
it's different. It's not just, oh, yes, I did the yes thing, so I have to do that for the rest of my career. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, and if I'm being honest, this is my favorite era of Danielson. I don't know if that's a hot take just yet, but I like this a lot better than whatever he was doing in WWE. Way more than Daniel Bryan. That's just me, bro. Same way, John Moxley is a billion times better than Dean Ambrose. Clears Dean Ambrose. Clears. And I feel like Tyler Black, might he might not clear Seth. He might not, but I think it'd be damn near close. And I I think he would be worth it to just see it out. Yeah, I definitely see. Danielson will 100% go back to WWE. Oh, yeah. That's where he's ending his career. Easily. Yes, absolutely. Well, even though he said he would love to do it in the fucking... 300 you know, people. Like, get over it. That's not what you deserve, man. Stop you need being to... humble, bro. Yes, you, you're going out in front of 80K, bro. That's it. You got that. That's what you deserve, That's it. Bro. That's what he deserves. Uh, but, yes, Walter and Danielson's been one of my dream matches for so long and also johnny gargano so dude man oh man it it would be spectacular but i could see danielson being one of those guys honestly when his aew deal's done i could see him almost like floating between the two i could see him going to work a wrestlemania but then maybe he works a match at all out later that year or maybe he does double or nothing one year and SummerSlam this year like i could see him doing shit like that because Easily. he deserves it, and both companies love and respect him so much. Exactly. So exactly, bro. Definitely, man. And and Danielson is a made man on on, on either brand. You know what I mean? So yeah, but 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 with Seth, but with Seth, I, I could I, I like I, I you know. He's not one of those guys that I think like is just gonna up and leave at his next contract, but I could see him being one of those like really weird ones, like really odd mm-hmm. ones to like jump ship just, just because he wants to it. just wrestle new people type thing. Mm-hmm. So exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah, but um, but then at the end of the day, with that, I can also just see him staying in WWE and doing his thing. So you yeah, know, exactly. either way, oh, and either one, I'd be sorry. fine with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either whether whether it's Seth or Tyler Black at Wrestle Kingdom, bro. Give me that Okada match. Give me that Jay White. Give me that fucking. Give me Will Ospreay. Give me that. Because those two hate each other. It's like, man, one thing about Kenny Omega and Seth, they both hate Will Ospreay, bro. I need that triple threat. It's just going to be those two beating his ass for fucking 30 minutes. Yeah, um, yes, uh, I would love to see, I believe you were talking about Danielson, but I would love to see Seth, Seth at a Wrestle Kingdom as well, but yeah, I could see That's Daniel, good. I could see Danielson working okay. on all of that shit, to oh, be honest, uh, and, and he's earned it, and again, everybody loves and respects him enough to the point where I think they would let him do it, 100%, so, yeah, man, um, yeah, it it, it all just depends on the people, the characters that are involved here, and if these people want to change the scenery, that's one thing a lot of people don't understand, man, is, is it's it's not always, especially in this day and age of wrestling, it's not always about, like, your company. Sometimes exactly. you just want to go do other stuff, and that is what yeah. it is, because there is so much wrestling, and there's all types of different styles, and there's a lot, man. Honestly, MJF, I think, already re-signed, but I could see him either at some point in his career go to WWE, to be Same. honest. Same. 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 I, I definitely. Think that 
I think definitely think that's either what happened or is what's definitely going to happen. I see him staying in AEW at least for his next contract. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, I could see him going to WWE for a little bit. Yes, yes. I mean, I so if he's 26 now, I could see him going to WWE around like the 30 mark. Yeah, like 30, 31 doing it for a couple of years and going in coming the back, back to AEW. AEW. Definitely. I can easily see that. Definitely. 100%. 100%, man. But um yeah, yeah, I, Seth Seth oddly enough is one of the one of the odd ones I could always see like wanting to leave just to do other stuff whether it is what I said and him maybe doing it in his later years of his career or what Sir K said doing that just to go back to WWE um i could see him doing that as well man but um either way he'd end up back in WWE if MJF mm-hmm. already resigned i will be disappointed mm-hmm. i could see that i could see that yes that that is what i would be disappointed for logan i i am i am really yeah. i would really like to see what they do with the bidding war of 2024 and he's talked about it for so long I feel like they're going to do something on television, but I don't know. It's interesting with MJF because we don't know so much about the man. Exactly. He's so much. Who knows? Definitely. But um, who knows, man? Who knows? We'll see. Regardless, it's going to be interesting. If he did already sign, I think they'll bring a lot of the stuff on television. But if he didn't, it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be really, oh, yeah. really interesting. So, yeah, man. Um, Yeah, that is everything, man. That is everything. So that is our so- thoughts on Sasha Banks. Potentially, well, rumored to be showing up at uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year, man. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be awesome to watch, and it's going to be awesome to see, man. Um. And I can't wait to see what she does. I can't wait to see what she does next. And I do hope we see her uh, wrestling some some new people, man. It's going to be nice. Definitely, man. Definitely, bro. Look at that ringside notification. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Good thing I'm missing that fucking show tonight. Gable Stevenson. Stevenson on SmackDown, man. Kill me. This is what's fun about ha- about having two companies at the top of their game. A hundred percent. I love, mm-hmm. I love to think about like big stars from here going there, big stars from there going here. It's so fun, and oh, and, and yeah, and I love I love conversating with you guys about this shit, man. Because I know it gets you guys excited, it gets us excited, and we're all just we're all just talking about what we love, man. So it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I absolutely love talking about like. Dream match scenarios with the guys. This guy going here. Why he wouldn't? Da 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 da. It's it's fun. I love it. This is it's. Uh, you hit that right on the head. It's it's it's. True, this is what's bro. so much fun about having two top wrestling companies, man. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. Exactly. Three if you count New Japan. So four if you count Impact. But um, yeah, man. So so. <laughs> So, yeah, man, uh, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. Thank you guys for staying a little longer, hanging out with us, man. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And thank you guys for um, having a great conversation in the last 20 minutes of this video, man. So, um, yeah, man, that is going to do it. That is going to do it for this edition of the news. Once again, always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. 
And I Cirque. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Um, once again, um, oh, never mind. I already did that. So yes, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This has been episode 139. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace. Yes, I'm a jet black ninja coming where you at.